Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. Hey, welcome to it. It's the last day of May and we are the Get Up Show on the Simon Says Podcast. Glad you're with us. Be sure you click a like and subscribe and stuff like that. And what number did you say it was? 174. You told me one second ago and I forgot that quickly. <laughs> it's all right. It it's, happens. It's just so much in this brain, man. I got to purge, you know? It's like when you're filling up a tank yeah, and, and the water runs over, but mm-hmm. you got to keep putting the water in there. So, the run over is all the things I forget uh, because the brain is so full all the time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that must be my problem, except I have a small bucket. <laughs> My bucket's real small, so it overflows a lot. <laughs> it's a measuring cup. Hey, so welcome. We're glad you're with us. Uh, a lot of big stuff going on, man. We just came back from Memorial Weekend. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Did everything you're supposed to do. I hope you guys did too. Yeah, in the rain. I did literally nothing. It was not raining where I was. It was beautiful and sunny. You were so lucky because all it did here was rain and stayed chilly. It was awesome. Went to Ocean City, Maryland, which I believe I've told you all before when I was growing up on the Eastern Shore. I was absolutely positive that that was what Paris and New York and Hollywood were like. (laughs) Get on that boardwalk. You see those lights, the tall buildings. This is the big city. And it still kind of feels that way to go back. Well, and that's just something different that like you experienced that I never did. You know, I grew up in Indiana, landlocked. We didn't have boardwalks and things like that. And the boardwalks are also seems to be more of a northern shore thing, not like down in Myrtle Beach and whatever. They don't have a boardwalk Myrtle Beach? No. Never been. Not like that. And so that's a unique experience that. It's fantastic. From your childhood. I'm glad it's still there. And it reminds me. You know, the girls are are dressing less, as Will Smith said in the song Summertime. And it reminds me, I have no idea how old anybody is. (laughs) You know, you got to be real, real careful. Because I'll say, wow, she's pretty. My daughter, every time, she is my age, okay? (laughs) No way. There's no way she's your age. She could be your mom. No. She could be your older Older sister. Older sister, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't... I don't think I've ever been to Ocean City, even in all my time. How far north of, uh, or how, where oh, is it way, related to D.C.? It's way far from, just like three hours from D.C. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't have gone there from D.C. But, um, yeah, that's that's the real issue, though, is because chicks look older, and I don't know how old they are, and I don't know how old I am. Well, you're <laughs> you're the um, Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused. 
Ah, I love those high school girls. <laughs> I get older and they stay the same age. Yes, they do. Right, except you're like 50. Yeah, so no, I'm stop. not talking about that. That's not what I'm saying here. Like age but you is said number, you can't man. tell ages, so you might be checking out a girl that's only 17. No, I don't think so. You don't think so. I really don't think so. Excuse Plus, me. Hey, how old are you? Ooh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was talking to your mom, I promise. Uh, your mom's kind of old. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go over here. Listen, while you're thinking about your life and your success and that we're more than a week away from payday, I wanted to lay this on you. Sandra Bullock makes $94,736 per second. Why? What? Per she really? second of why, her Why work. do you want to make me so sad today? Listen to these big names. Ian McKellen. $90,000 a second. That's Sir Ian McKellen. Thank you very much. Whoopi, Sir Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> $75,000 a second. Gosh, almighty. Which is more than Tom Hanks. Poor Tom Hanks is scraping by at $73,000 a second. And see, here's the thing. Even if we went and let's say we went to go audition for a job on The View or one of those shows where... I mean, I can do what Whoopi does. Sure. You can do what Whoopi does. Any of us could, but because we're not Whoopi Goldberg, they wouldn't even give us a chance. Come yeah. on, man. Give me a chance. Let me let me show you that I can earn 73000 bazillion dollars a second. second. Well, you got to work up to it, though. No, you, I don't, you don't have that start, kind of time. You I don't wouldn't. start at 73000 I wouldn't mind having Whoopi's. She wears comfortable looking clothes. She wears pajamas. Very comfy looking, you know? <laughs> so I could go for that. I could I could be a Whoopi type character. You could just hang out with the rest of your gal pals and yeah, yeah. in your pajamas and just hang out. Look, and, we just need a shot, man. Yeah. This is why I keep telling my daughter, you're talented, you're beautiful, you're a great singer, you're a great actress, but it's not making me any money. You've right. really got to get this movie. <laughs> yeah. You need to apply yourself. Yeah, what is going on here? The Triad stage downtown was paying actors, young actors. One, I think I told you guys, one of her friends made like $3,000 for a what? role in one of those Triad stage shows. But they, as you know, had a sale slash giveaway where they got rid of all of their costumes, yeah. all of their props. And then they said, hey, look, don't, don't look into that too much. Don't think about that. We're cool. Everything's cool. <laughs> We're just moving some stuff around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were very quick to say that this is not a going out of business. Like, that was the thing. I was misled that that was the deal. But then they were saying, oh, oh no, 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 we just had a bunch of extra stuff. We, we just decided we don't really need props and yeah. hey, costumes for productions. That's like your neighbor's moving everything out of their house. There's a moving truck in front of the house and everything is coming out. Hey, are you guys moving? No. <laughs> yeah. Are you leaving? You going somewhere else? No. Ridiculous that you would think that. Yeah. Excuse Stay out of my me. business. <laughs> Excuse me. I have to load this sofa. So Bradley Cooper makes $51,000 a second. Oh, sweet Bradley Cooper. Ray Fiend. Ray Fiend makes $49,000 a second. Tommy Lee Jones, $44,000 a second. Renee Zellweger. What's the last thing you saw her in? Nothing. She's dating the guy that. Uh, one of those guys that does building things or whatever, TV shows. Vanilla Ice? Yeah. <laughs> Aunt Anstead. She makes $43,000 a second, y'all. That's not bad. Did you see the naked picture of Pink? Oh, uh, was it the one of her showering behind a behind camper? Behind a camper. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then the other one with her banana boobies. 
I didn't see that. Oh, you one. didn't see the. It was a. She called it a ridiculous bathing suit. Oh, I did see that one. It was like a tube top, but all the material was sheer except for two bunches of bananas. Oh, I like it. Oh, it was bananas. I thought it was hands. They looked sort of like hands, they, oh. but they were bananas. So, yeah, it was basically like this, and then it was like see through. Mr. Banana Fingers. Over here. Over yeah. here. But the. The camping one, she said, well, the caption was something like trying to like enjoy camping while your husband tries to scare you every five seconds. So I guess it, I guess Carrie Hart was just. And she was also saying she doesn't mind embarrassing her kids by putting out a, a camper shower picture of herself. No, not at all. She's well, she has nothing to be ashamed about. No, not one she's bit. Fine. She's so fit. So she asked, uh, she said she would not allow her daughter, who was 11 years old at the time, to have a cell phone. Until she could prove to Pink, her mom, that social media is good for you. And she said, go ahead, prove to me that social media is Mm -hmm. good for you and you can have that phone. But is that kind of a double standard when you're on social media yourself? She's She's a grown up. I know, but make still, the rules and yeah. they pay for the phones. But that she's also setting her child up because there's no way you can prove that it's good for you. Exactly. That's the point. Not one of you can tell me how social media is good for you. Well, it taught me how not to poach an egg. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way. Sometimes it keeps us out of danger. Yeah. It, but it, what did you do before when you didn't have that fake brain in your little dum-dum box walking around telling you what to do and what not to do? What did you do before that? Where would you be now if you didn't have that? I would imagine that you would be president. <laughs> that is a bold statement. Wow. Well, I'm trying to think. Like Social media didn't really kick in for us until... like. We were fully grown adults. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook didn't come along, wasn't really a thing for people out of college until 06. You know, I'm going through this moment right now. Someone was sharing up old memories, like, you know, and pictures and stuff. And what it was someone I used to work with on in radio in DC. And this other guy posted up all these pictures. He had been backstage and at the shows and whatever else. And I was just like, Does if anyone has any other pictures of me, could you send them to me? Because right, we didn't see them. I there didn't, are all these pictures floating around out there that we're in that we never saw. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, don't, I can't I, find the ones that I own. I have nothing. Like, I have almost <laughs> no pictures of my time doing all the cool rock star stuff that I did back in the day. Isn't that sad? <laughs> it is. But, okay, so is that your good thing from social media? You found pictures of yourself? I guess so. It helped me kind of relive. You know, I'll say this. I'll say that in the, the ability to kind of have some more pictures for memories and stuff like that. And also kind of reconnecting with people that I hadn't talked to in a while, like from back in high school or college or whatever. Yeah, the only that's the only really good thing for me is being able being able to stay in touch with people because I moved so far away. So I like being able to stay in touch with old friends. But I think back to times like I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like let's just say when I traveled out of town to go see a band that was on tour, I was like, how did I know they were there? I couldn't hmm. look it up online. Yeah, that's a good point. How did you know they were there? I don't know. I guess I'm trying to remember that, too, because we used to do the same thing. But often you would hear it on the radio. Even if it was a destination show, you would hear it on the radio. And then where you go to buy your tickets, when we used to have to go buy them at the record bar or at uh, Hex or whatever, where where the locations were, Peaches. it seems like that's- you would hear about other concerts there, like people who were plugged into the lists. There used to be a phone number that you would call. 1-800-RUN-DEAD, and it would give you all the dates everywhere that the dead was playing. Oh, oh gotcha. Wow. 
So there, there was that kind of network for certain bands. Yeah. I'm sure all the big bands had those kind of. I get. I, I just really don't feel. I mean, outside of local shows, which, like you said, you'd hear on the radio. I don't know how I knew anything else was going on, going on at all outside of my little bubble. God, I remember being so excited, like the new. And this is more recent because it was when I was here, but like uh, when like Yes Weekly would come out or something, and then you flip to the back. Yeah. Or like I'd be super excited to see like Ziggy's would post their lineup, mm-hmm. and I'd be like I'd just start scrolling through it, and be like, oh no way, or, not you know, scrolling. No. Well, I you looking, were yeah, looking with My your eyes eyeballs. Were scrolling, yeah, <laughs> but true, exactly, and that was I would just be super excited. So it's made those type of things easier. But as for out of state stuff, you're right. Like there wasn't like a website. I remember when Jerry died. I called Run Dead just to see. And the, the guy who always did the messages, this was the only thing it said. No shows. That was the whole message. Aww. Yeah. It was sad, man. Wow. But really, seriously, can you think that? I mean, you guys are just trying to patch up a good thing that the internet, the well, social media. Well, we existed fine without it. Exactly, man. And, you know, I have people who only have friends on there. Like, I don't have real people friends. This is a friend of mine, Patty, from back in the day. She says, I have a hundred of my best friends that I've never met. No. They're all on Facebook. And I don't think that's healthy. I don't either. I don't think that's real. Well, that also goes back to what I would tell my kid as she was growing up and, and venturing onto the internet is like, you know, just remember this cute 12 year old that you think you have everything in common with is most likely a 65 year old man. Who's super creepy. So all these fake friends, you know, there's right, they're no saying what you want to hear and making you feel special. And making you feel good, they're probably it's not them at all. It's so funny. It's like I'll be looking at Instagram, and I'll you know you get the notification, and I'll look, and it's like so and so liked your picture, and it's always it's it's always the same picture. It's huh. this one I took of my dog in front of the fireplace, and it it's every and day. just randoms like it from no, out the well, world. So, but it's always it's the super bot chicks. It's the ones yeah. with the crazy name, and then it's like. Hey, honey, come see my pics. Yeah, and it's like, I I always just go through and I block. I block those like crazy. I like the ones that um, it'll be like, Bradley Cooper, like your picture. But you look at it and it's like, B-R-A-D-D-L-E-Y or whatever. You're like, but at first you're like, Bradley Cooper. And you're like, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Or last, when I posted that picture of Mickey Mouse with his hat off so you could see that he was bald with a comb over. (laughs) And Mr. Beast said, you won $5,000. Yeah. Click here to claim your prize. So I clicked there. No, you did not. I sure did. Because it was just a Facebook page. It wasn't any like link. It was just his. He said, go to my page and look at the comments. So I went to the page and I looked at the comments. I was like, wow, if this is Mr. Beast, he doesn't spend much time on this page. And it only has three posts on it. Wow, Mr. Beast, you're doing it right. (laughs) You're so busy. Then later, maybe even the same day, it had said the name of the person on Facebook, Mr. Beast. It changed to TT, TTTTTT, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't. I don't know if I'm getting the money or not. Uh, I, feel, I feel good about it. I mean, clearly yeah, I did won. Did you give him your address and and? I just all I had order. to do was give him my bank routing and account yeah. number, social security, mother's maiden name, all, you know, just the normal stuff and that you do. And send him some iTunes gift cards. When you win money, this is the thing. Duh. You know, for the other, did I? I don't know if I brought this up before, but I, I was checking out somewhere and they actually had a sign at checkout. It's basically saying, like, the IRS is not going to ask you to pay in gift cards. Yeah. Like it was a warning sign at their where checkout. Would, where would this people be? were coming and really, buying I all these say, gift cards? Yeah, it was like, oddly enough, I feel like it was at Home Depot, but maybe not. But it, I, again, it was that for anybody who's on, you know, in the process. Well, uh, clearly I have to get my daughter out of jail. Hmm. She needs, oh, the police need gift cards. So that's a new scam that we actually do need to, to let people know about hmm. is that someone will, you'll get a text and it'll say, Hey mom, my phone died. I'm using my friend Amy's phone. Oh, um, you know, yeah. Here, call I get this it. number or whatever kind of thing, and so people freak out, um, thinking their kid's in trouble or whatever, and they it's a scammer. Yeah. It's an absolute scammer. So, and sometimes they will use AI to disguise a voice and whatever. But the thing is, what you should always do if you ever get a text from somebody like that, call your kid's phone. Oh, yeah. Because most of the time, it you know, they're not going to do that. Well, that's they the problem. Never... My kid won't answer the phone. And then I'm like, what's wrong? Why won't you answer the phone? And then I call Amy's phone. And I'm like, who's Amy? Who are you, Amy? <laughs> well, don't call Amy because Amy's trying to scam you. Amy wants gift cards. If only yeah. scammers could use their giant brains for good. There's a guy in Philadelphia. He stole a package. But that's not all. He hacked a UPS account. He forged a notary letter and used a bunch of fake IDs to get this package. Wow. How much do you go through? He got a $1,900 laptop from UPS Access Point. But what he did was he made out a letter. He made out an ID copy. Everything is there. Everything looks just right, but every single bit of it was fake. He even got a fake notary to do this. It's a lot of effort for a laptop. Right. Yeah, and you know, if you're that smart, if you can fool everybody... And end up with a laptop. Think of what you could do for a company somewhere, man. Yeah, well, that's you know that's what's interesting. It's like there are those people who have transitioned from being hackers to actually security experts and that kind of thing. So I, they what about say. That, what about that story we had? Was it last week? It was the person who did he like they stole this woman's credit card or something and booked a flight? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He stole her credit. Well, he stole her Gmail account and used it to book a flight, and then. She got the email confirming it, so she canceled it, and he emailed her and was like, hey, I really need this flight. I've got a family thing to go to. 
Huh. <laughs> that was my favorite. Like, why'd you cancel my flight? Yeah. Hey, how come you canceled it? <laughs> I, didn't I, <laughs> I was just going to go there. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Why, why are you they like that? They need me. It's an emergency. <laughs> are these the worst pickup lines ever? These are heard by a bartender, Charlie. Maybe you've heard some of this. Hey, baby, why don't you come back to my place and we can check out health foods? Hmm? <laughs> That's weird. Okay. I don't mind that. That's pretty cool. No. Hey, do you know what the world needs more of? What? More half Syrian, half Mexican babies. She <laughs> she was Mexican. He was Syrian. Oh, that was, was a very see, that wouldn't work on me. It's a very specific <laughs> blend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a guy at the bar. Uh, the lady says, so what do you do? He goes, I hunt, I drink, and I make whoopee. Then he takes a sip of his beer and says, but I'm not hunting tonight. Nah. God. Indeed. Here's a sweet one. This one will really make you think, wow, I missed a good guy here. Mm. Are you on the pill? Yes. Good, because I want to put a baby in you. <laughs> but that's... Isn't that sweet? Well, it won't work if you're on yeah. the pill. <laughs> he didn't really think so that you one say, That's when Look, you say no. Either way, man. <laughs> she has to say no. I think... I think Wow. I think offering to put a baby in anything and anyone is a real bold statement. It, yeah. I'm going to put a baby in you. Excuse me, miss. Could you please help me look for my dog? That's a good one. Yeah. So uh, I just left him tied up outside and I have no idea where he is. So the lady follows him out, came back in all mad. There was no dog. He just wanted to get her alone outside and ask for her number while she was helping him look for his imaginary dog. Oh, no. See, that... Trickery will get you nowhere. Really? It's never cute enough? Uh, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like... I think it's more sketchy than anything else. Nowadays. Right. Yeah, I don't... I'm getting you to go outside with him and stuff. Ooh. No. This guy was at a bar, and he asked the bartender to give a lady at the other end of the bar a glass of ice. Please send this to the lady at the end of the bar because she's far too hot. So the bartender goes... Okay. Nah, that guy sent you this because you're too hot. That's, I kind of like that. See, I'd have never in the world thought of that. Yeah. I, I like that one. That's pretty good. I don't like that they had to get the bartender involved. No, that's being, <laughs> God, well, if I'm the bartender, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Okay. That's so what bartenders are there for, honey. It's yeah. Christmas time and everybody's dressed up at the Christmas party and this guy's dressed up like an elf and he goes, it's not true what they say about elves. I'm actually hung like a reindeer. Ah, <laughs> uh, neat. No. I, I don't think that works, does it? No, I, think I don't know. You you paused. No. Oh, uh, here's that one. Can I borrow your phone? I need to call my mom and tell her I met her future daughter-in-law. Mm. Yeah. What? I don't. I don't. You're not the girl. I like Maddie. You I, can't. You can't judge this by you. You right. have to judge it by being the female. All right. So, what do you think of that one? I don't hate it. Really? Interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm more of a, I'm going to put a baby in you kind of guy. Right. This is why that's worked so well for you up until now. So, And some guys <laughs> just think fast on their feet. They were talking about uh, kale chips. A, a guy and a girl were talking about kale chips. And uh, he goes, I thought you were probably into kale because your smile is kaling me. <laughs> No, that's terrible. I don't think the dad joke's so work. bad. <laughs> hey, it's a superfood. Hey, over here, look at me. Uh, so can I have so your number? Bad. Hey, 
Yeah, I won't put a baby and, in you. It's superfood. Me personally, if you're going to use kale to try to pick me up, it's never going to work. Uh, kale, no. No. <laughs> he got right. one. Just say kale, no. Do you know there's a new group? We are, let's see, Charlie is a boomer. Um, I am not a boomer. Huh? What is wrong with you? Well, what are you? I am Gen X all day long. And what is Maddie? I'm Gen X. We're all, we what all are. Okay. And then, and then you, you have, act like a boomer. Then you, huh? yeah, yeah, you you do channel. What'd your, you damn kids say? You're the most boomer out of all of us. Mm-hmm. How dare you? What do you mean, how dare I? Top three favorite TV shows go. Ooh, <laughs> right now. Yeah. Ridiculousness. Okay, no. Of all time. Okay. Oh, of all time. He's trying to be a millennial, yeah. but it's, it's, it's it a weird phase he's been going through. Of all time? Of all time. Gunsmoke is really at the top. Yeah. Boomer. Uh, Rockford has got to be up there. Boomer. Stooges. Stooges isn't a show. It's movies that are shown on TV. That's not a show. That can't be my favorite show. Boomer, boomer. Okay. Boom. It was crap. <laughs> There's a new group. There is Zillennials. Zillennials are born... <laughs> between 1992 and 1998. So they're in between. Oh. They're not millennials or Generation Y, and they're not Gen Zers. This is a, a narrow little group in there. And mm-hmm. I, I hope they're happy with themselves. Why? I mean, they just. Because they got they their exist. own thing. You know, they, they carved out a little thing in there. I, and they say that um, they were alive during 9 11, but not old enough to remember what that was all about. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. They remember watching The Little Mermaid on VHS. Well, sure. They remember listening to The Wiggles on cassette tape. <laughs> See, all of that seems like a long time ago. Speaking of cassette tapes, so my daughter was at uh, Hippo Records with some friends of hers. Where's and, that? Uh, it's on Spring Garden. I didn't know that was still there. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. Um, But the guy was asking them, like, because I guess one of her friends goes in there all the time. He's like, hey... We've been thinking about stocking cassettes because they're in, getting so popular now. And all of her friends are like, yeah, that sounds so cool. And I'm like, cassettes are the worst. Don't do not do that. They yeah. were the worst. They're don't, one step up from 8-track. Don't poop their party if they want to get into that. If they want to be cool like their parents, they can have some cassettes. Yeah, but I even said to my kid, I'm like, how many cassette tapes do you know that I have versus how like I've got three or four CD books full of CDs. Like, there's a reason. You should see... You remember those mail bins that used to be around yeah. that it says, yeah. do not remove property of Which U.S. we all mail. have somewhere. Right. I have so many of those full of cassette tapes. That, cassettes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, and like air check stuff? Like both. Or but yeah, a lot actual, of it's. Or actual. Because if, if you do have actual cassettes, oddly enough, they're worth a ton of money. Hmm. I ditched them. Yeah, no, mine I, are gone. I still have most of them. I ditched I had those. Some in the drawer and like my, it was in my daughter's room in her closet when she was little. And I came in one day and she had strewn tape. Everywhere. Oh, it's fun. It's no. streamers. This is musical streamers. Yeah. It's, oh, it's wow. Because, I mean, you see, I made the mistake of doing the thing where it's like, oh, well, this is out now. Nobody has cassette decks. Nobody listens to cassettes. They don't even have them in the cars anymore. I'm going to ditch these because I've moved so many times. Every mm-hmm. time I move, I ditch something that later becomes worth money <laughs> or I wish that I did yeah. and throw it away. I still have a cassette player in my old car. Oh, yeah. And I have, right this minute, I have one cassette in there, and it's Perry Como singing gospel songs. Boomer! And I have no idea where that cassette even came from. I think I bought a box of cassettes at a yard sale. 
because I had a Sly and the Family Stone and the Temptations, and maybe Perry Como was in there too. But uh, yeah, so I'll throw that in there every once in a while just to make sure the cassette player still works. Hey, that's the one you choose. It's the only one in the car. <laughs> I've got a million of them to choose from. The hottest <laughs> hits of Perry Como. Um, wow. Yeah, no, I, I think that I, you know, I, my wife even said, you know, like, do you even have anything to play cassettes on? To me, and I was like, yeah, I've got a Walkman. I, like, I still have an old school Walkman, and I've got, <laughs> I've got, I claimed the boombox my daughter won at. Uh, nice. Station. Good work. Yeah. yeah, I've got a cassette player on my Victrola. <laughs> oh, neat. I've got the record player on top, radio, and yeah. a cassette player underneath. Definitely got that at Belk for like 40 bucks a few years ago. You know, uh, when we get done doing this here, we've really got to go out and steal some catalytic converters because there's so much money in that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy money in Sure, that. if you can keep from getting run over by the car yeah, you're trying you to steal it off of. Yeah, that's a big problem these days, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's a guy, I believe this is in Kernersville, nearby, who is, he has a catalytic converter business where he sells them, you know, used, resold catalytic converters. So he put his taxes together for 2014 to 2018, but he accidentally left out a million dollars. No, sorry, stand by. $11 million in sales of catalytic converters. How do you accidentally leave out that much in sales? He just left them out. And while he was leaving out $11 million worth of catalytic converters, he was uh, buying houses without financing, which means plopping down all the money, mm-hmm. home renovations, a pool installation, paid cash, extravagant jewelry in cash, 20 vehicles for himself and family members, including a 2018 BMW that he paid $136,000 for in cash. Nice. Nobody's going to wonder why that little... Little Body Shop is making so much money. So let's just say that he wasn't necessarily acquiring catalytic converters from reputable sources. It doesn't say that. It doesn't. He's not implicated in that way in any way. It's just he was making a ton of money and, and just not didn't. reporting it. You know, it's like Steve Martin said back in the day, you can be a million millionaire and never pay taxes. If you have a million dollars, don't pay taxes. When the IRS comes calling, you say, I forgot. <laughs> sure. Generally, they're like, "Oh, that's cool." Oh, cool. That, yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, ne- next time. Yeah, Mister. Check us out next time. All right. But um, I don't even know if I could tell you where the catalytic converter is. I don't know what that is. I couldn't get under there and find. All that. I know is it's under the car. You got you got a YouTube video to find out how to steal one of them. I mean, I wouldn't say steal. I, I could say remove it uh, for mechanical purposes to try to fix it. Well, why do they cut them off if you can remove it without cutting it? No, because I don't think there's an easy way to do it. That, and that's the quick, fastest way. The quick thing is yeah. to just use a blowtorch. A blowtorch? It, blow it seems like a blowtorch would explode your car. I mean, I haven't tried it myself. So. <laughs> I think they use a sawzall. Thank where, you very much. <laughs> where's the 98.7 Simon blowtorch <laughs> that we had made? Hey, guys. <laughs> All right, you guys both have tattoos. You're talking about getting more tattoos. Mm-hmm. Well, how how are you on that process? Because I told you I needed to see any artwork before you had it uh, no, done. No, I have to put it on hold because I just Good. don't have the extra money for it right now. Good. There's a lady named Kirsten. She's 24 years old. 24 years old. You heard that. And she spent almost $50,000 <gasps> on tattoos. Where did she get all this money? Body modifications. 
and split her tongue. No. That is apparently one of the absolute worst things to do. I heard somebody who had it done. No, and that's one of those things like people think it's super neat, but it's the worst. You couldn't eat solid food for a week. Her eyeballs are tattooed. She's covered in piercings, split tongue. No. Her teeth are fangs. Oh, and she had a little liposuction just for fun. She sounds lovely. She says that Maddie is correct. The worst thing, the most painful thing she ever did was split her tongue. It makes a tattoo seem like nothing. Oh, yeah. And now she's saving up to get more tattoos and more surgeries. You know, I think what's crazy is the the trend I've been seeing more and more of people actually filling everything in with black, like completely blacking things out. Uh, Kat Van D did it, a bunch of it. Yeah. And she was, I mean, and, and a lot of it was covering up stuff that was old and whatever else, but... I always thought that like by filling it all in with solid black is such an aggressive move. Yeah, I don't want just big black spots. At some point, it just it's starts like your whole arm. It would yeah. be like do your entire right. arm. Right. I don't know. That still seems dirty to me. It still looks dirty. Like if it's just a blotch, like it's all one. Yeah. Like, no, I, can... I I like tattoos that are artwork that mean something, but I don't understand that. Just I... just color my just color me in. <laughs> I saw one. It was like hyper realistic it was like stained glass on this person's leg it was it was amazing yeah i mean i've had a couple and those are the ones like that'll come up my feed it's like super intricate and they're gorgeous and you know that they were literally done like a week ago Mm -hmm. and they all like got the right like lotion and stuff on it and it's like all i can think of is (laughs) like you sound weird man no man you just got creepy no 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 no. like there's certain like you put the lotion on its skin well it makes it look even like shinier and and crisp and great and then but then it's like what does it look like in you know 15 years when it starts to blur out and yeah that's the thing isn't it but that the ones with the teeny tiny detail that i'm that's what i'm worried about because it is going to spread that's what happened to my tramp stamp. Gonna... It just kind of went Bleh, My friend had a son that had little wiggles in it, and it all just became one big blob. A blob. A blob of wiggles. Congratulations. Yeah. Do you think drunk <laughs> you is the real you? No. You don't? No. I wouldn't say the real me. It's a part of me. Yeah. You're different when you're drunk. You're more sociable when you're drunk. You say things that you think when you're drunk. But you also don't have a filter when you're drunk, and you are a kinder person when you're sober, usually. Maybe. I know a lot of sweet drunks. Uh, Lovey-dovey drunks. I love you See so what I mean? Much. There's something for that. I don't yeah. know. Like, I, I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine years ago. It was actually my friend's wife, and uh, the friend and I were arguing about some issue. And I said, uh, I didn't think he was going to forgive me. And she says, I don't know why he did. And she said, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I said, yes, you did. <laughs> you're drunk and you're saying what you really think. If you were sober, you wouldn't have said what you really think. But that's what you really think. Why would he ever forgive you? Yeah, I I think there is something to that. But I don't know that's necessarily, again, the real you. I think it's just it's part of you that. Right. It's you unfiltered. Humphrey Bogart said that the entire world is about three drinks behind. If we can get three drinks into everybody, we'll get along a whole lot better. I believe he's correct. Well, I yes and no, because then I also have seen, after three drinks, how many issues flare up. I three? Think let- after three? Yeah. Well, well three can be, it depends you, on the drink. If you've never yeah. had a drink before. Well, I know people, though, who can have, Look, 
on their second drink, yeah. slurring and they've sloppy. They've never had a drink before. I, I, you know, they walk in looking all nice and they're dressed fine and their hair right. is combed. Or they're That's drinking like a second a drink, pants around their ankles. Jack. Got a big old glob of something in their hair. Shirts parked hey, tucked in. Let's make this a more even playing field. If everybody has three beers, liquor's too strong for some. Well, three beers isn't going to do anything to me. So. <laughs> Yeah. We're never we'll going to get this. See, we'll never even get this worked yeah. out. We'll have, to cl- we'll have to clarify. I mean, if it was like three extra strong, you know. <laughs> well, th- all right, let's go. Three, three kid weeds. Three martinis. Three martinis. But those would be the ones, like the second one, Slurry McPants Down is yeah. showing up for the party. <laughs> there ain't no doubt. Not my party. <laughs> yeah, if we're talking three liquor drinks, then, then it's it's go time. But it depends. Like if you're having something fruity, like my favorite um, oh. grapefruit drink, the Grapefruit Crush. Are you guys familiar with the Grapefruit no. Crush? No. Grapefruit juice, grapefruit vodka, if they have it, a splash of triple sec, top it off with a little 7-Up or Sprite, Grapefruit Crush. You can so, do three of them and not be all snockered out. I guess at most, what, there's like two ounces in there? Not even. Actual, like, well, alcohol? Maybe. Let's say an ounce and a half of the vodka and a half ounce of so triple sec. So basically, you're taking three shots. How you figure? Well, it's like basically oh, you three get drinks. Three yeah, drinks. yeah, 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 yeah. A shot for each. But with the juice, it's not. Uh, it doesn't go straight to there's your brain. T- bone. T- I'm sorry. There's too many factors. Because who's the bartender? Like if it's my own, if it's my own three right. drinks that I make every night for myself, <laughs> we are back to slurry McDrooling and falling asleep. Slash. Uh, sorry, it's slurry McPants down to you. McPants. <laughs> <laughs> But then, uh, the, when's the next time we get to name a street sweeper or something? Because right. Slurry McPants. <laughs> there you go. Slurry it Mc doesn't even Pants fit. But down. I mean, forget about it if you're doing three, because you can't do three shots of moonshine. One of those, and you oh. don't know who you are or where you are, and you've never seen any of these people before. Yeah, that that's another one though. Just don't, don't do shots of moonshine. Do you ever do a shot? I've always only just drank out of the jar. Yeah, you don't do shots of moon. I don't think shot. I've ever you had do it. Sips. Swallows. <laughs> swallows. Swallows. Yeah. Deep long swallows. First you swallow, then you holler. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, then you wheeze, and then you say, why, God, why? <laughs> yeah. And then you try to put the fire out. You try to put the fire out. Chase it with something else. <laughs> and then, you know, you're out in the yard, and you're spinning, and you're sure you're going to find something out there. And then you go back to Slurry McPants. <laughs> there it is. Well, I think we've really learned something here today. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for joining us. Next week, your phone calls on the podcast. Call us up anytime, 336-373-0987. We'd love to hear you. I hadn't heard from Jerry and Salisbury or Creed in Atlanta in a while. I hope oh. those guys are okay. There's your there's your sign call. All right, Charlie, final thought. Just say kale no. <laughs> Maddie. Uh sorry, it's slurry McPants down. <laughs> Next time. Get up, get up, get up. This is a get up show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.